Welcome to the Happy Valley Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We are so glad that you have decided to listen to the message that God has brought through Brother Gary this week. This sermon was recorded on Sunday, June 18, 2017, and released on Wednesday, March 17, 2021. This week's message is titled, An Awesome Responsibility, and the scripture reference is 1 Kings chapter 9, verses 1-7, through Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 7, Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 14, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4, 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 4, and Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 2. My prayer is that this message is a blessing to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the sermon. An awesome responsibility. A father has an awesome responsibility to God, to his wife, and to his children. This responsibility is not to be taken lightly. A father is accountable to God for his actions as a father. Just much like a pastor is accountable to God for his action as leadership of the church. As we look around at the world that we live in today, it's very evident that many fathers have failed to do their job. The majority of homes in America today, unfortunately, are headed up by single moms. Many men father a child, but they are not fathers to that child. And there is a big difference. It is time that men step up and be a real man, a good father to their children. Let's pray. Our dear Father, we thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for us. We thank you for the fathers we have in our church, Father, how good, godly men they are. Dear Lord, we want to, to praise you for this, and we hope and pray that they will always continue to walk in your ways as they head their homes and raise their children. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. A godly example. Let's look in the first five verses of 1 Kings chapter 9. And it came to pass when building, it came to pass when Solomon had finished the building of the house of the Lord and the king's house and all Solomon's desire which he was pleased to do. That the Lord appeared to Solomon a second time as he had appeared unto him in Gibeon. And the Lord said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and thy supplication that thou hast made before me. I have hallowed this house which thou hast built to put my name there forever, and mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually. And if thou wilt walk before me as David thy father walked in integrity of heart and in uprightness to do according to all that I have commanded thee, and will keep my statutes and my judgments, then I will establish the throne of thy kingdom upon Israel forever. And I promise to David thy father, saying, There shall not fail thee a man upon the throne of Israel. It starts off talking about Solomon's temple. See, this temple was something that David, King David, had wanted to build. He had even went as far as to gather all the building material for this temple. But he was so involved in wars with other countries as trying to provide the land that God had given them 
he never did get the temple built. So Solomon built the temple that his father, David, had not been able to do. And the temple was blessed by God. It thrilled his heart that this temple had been built. God consecrated this temple, allowing his name to be upon this temple. His eyes were upon the temple as well as his heart within the temple. It was a precious thing to the God. The temple would be there perpetually. That means forever, one of them big fancy words. But there were conditions, and those conditions were that Solomon would have to walk the walk. He couldn't just have the temple and, and, and that, that be the end that he had to continue to live his life for the Lord. A good example of a father, look in verse number four. And if thou wilt walk before me as David thy father walked in integrity of heart and in uprightness to do according to all that I've commanded thee and will keep my statutes and my judgment. That, my friend, is a good example and a good uh, definition of a good father. Need to walk a Christian walk. Have this integrity of heart. What does integrity of heart mean? That means you say something, you mean something, you do that something. It's as simple as that. What comes out of your mouth is what you believe in the truth. Be considered a righteous man, an honor given to somebody that's serving their life for the Lord. Should try to do the will of God. You know, we all have our jobs to do in God's work. And you, as a Christian, need to determine what that will is for your life. And you can do this if you'll just follow his will. I mean, and try to do the will that God wants you to do. You should keep God's law. This is basically, you know, thou shalt not. So you should keep God's laws. Abiding by God's judgments. And if you will do this, then you get the promises from God. You'll notice that throughout the scriptures, God always, if you do this, then I'll do this. It's a, a conditional thing. It says Solomon would be fulfilling a promise to his father David, and Solomon and his children would rule over Israel forever if they would only abide by God's law. I want to take a moment now and look at what some are what are some of a father's duties. First of all, a father is to teach. Look with me in Deuteronomy 6, verse number 7. You don't have to look. I'll read it to you. It says, And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, talking about the law of God, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Now, I'm... Not real good in math, but it seems like that pretty well took in 24 hours, didn't it? We're supposed to be a father 24 hours a day. You don't get time off, folks. Not even when you're on a fishing trip. you still got to be that father. Teaching your children is a full-time job. When you, t you teach, when you talk with them, when you sit with your child, when you walk with your child, and then when you go to bed at night, you finally think, well, peace. No, you're thinking about what to do with your children. And then when you get up in the morning, you got to face it again. you got to be that father. 
And I'm not saying that like it's a bad thing. It's just something that has to be done as a father. We're supposed to teach your children. A father's work, just like a mother's, never ends. And he will teach his child until they leave home. And like most fathers, he'll probably get a few questions along the line about a little wisdom. A father is to train his child. Famous verse in God's word that we've all heard many times. Proverbs 22.6. It says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. A father is to train a child in many ways. One is to be obedient. A second way is to have good manners. And, and we could make a long list of this, folks, but I just put a few things down. To be righteous, raise them up in church. And another thing is to treat others their, age, their own age with respect as well as their elders. They should respect, they should show everyone respect. And these are just a few things that you should train a child in the way they should go. It says, when he is old, he'll not depart from it. Now, some people have argued with that before and said, well, that don't really work. You know, we raised our kids, right? Well, you did, and God may not be through yet. Let's put it that way. Because personally in my life, this happened to me. I was raised right. I was raised in a Christian home. I was taught right. I was saved and baptized. But like a lot of young men, I backslid through my college years. But 1973, I came back to the Lord. And we've been reunited ever since. So it is a conditional promise. And I believe it's one that will be fulfilled in time. A father is to provide for his children. Verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse number 14, says, Behold, the third time I am ready to come to you, and I will not be burdensome to you, for I seek your, not yours, but you. For the children ought not to lay up for the parents, but the parents for the children. A man must be willing to work for an honest, earned wage or salary for his family. He then, once he's earned his money, he must be a good steward with his money. He must provide the necessities that his children and his wife need. He is to provide food, clothing, shelter. Well, let's take a pause right there, okay? That's what he's supposed to provide for. And nowhere in the Bible has I, have I ever read that you're supposed to provide your children with all the luxuries of life. The games, the, com the computer games, the uh, fancy toys, extravagant stuff that cost a fortune. You're not to do that. You're to, you need to do what my parents did when I wanted something. I said, Daddy, can I have a bicycle? Sure, go work and earn wages and buy you one. That was the way you got things in life. You work for it. So I encourage you, don't spoil your children. It's easy to. You got a little girl as pretty as this little girl right there in AJ's left. She'd ask me for anything, I'd pretty well give it to her. <laughs> but in the same token, we should. We should love them and treat them 
like we do with the rest, ever all our kids. Okay, uh, a father is to nurture his children. Ephesians 6 and 4. Ephesians 6, 4, it says, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. That's another one of them words that just got us think about. Uh, just exactly what is nurture. Nurture is uh, another word for discipline. We are to train and discipline our children. Uh, a father should discipline with love at all times. Discipline should be with a firm hand. You say something, you mean it, and be truthful to what you say. I've I had a sister-in-law once that used to do this. Well, that's one, and that's two. If you don't behave, you're going to get it. That's 488. When do I stop counting, y'all? <laughs> no, I believe you say something. You don't want your child to do that. Don't touch that. And if they touch it, then reprimand them for touching it. That is it. That is training the child. Discipline should be with the firm hand. And, and folks, God does believe in corporal punishment. I know that's not accepted in today's standards. But God did say, spare the rod and spoil the child. And discipline should never be abusive or performed in anger, ever. And believe me, a child and a father know the difference between abuse and discipline. There's a big difference. Then, see, a father should be in control of his children. You ever been to some of the department stores and see some of the kids? <laughs> You wonder, where's the parent? In chapter number 3 of First Timothy, verse number 4, says, One that ruleth well with his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity. A father is to be the head of the home. This is God's ordained method. And there must be obedience by the children, both to the mother and to the father. No child deserves to be able to do what they want to do. If they should be able to do what you allow them to do, but not what they want to do. Every child needs to have, and I believe real strong in this, folks, responsibilities, duties, and chores around the house. I had a grandson. He's a young man now. But he never had to lift his finger to do nothing at the house. He had about six motorized vehicles of different sorts from the time he was four years old. But he never had no responsibility. And that's not right, folks. Uh, our son came to love with, live with us when he was 15 years old. One time I was having some trouble with him, and I put him out here to dig a ditch. He come back in after all sweaty and tired. And he said, I'm done. I said, okay, fill it in. <laughs> we were teaching a little bit of responsibilities <laughs> to do a job right. Then every father needs to love his children. Ephesians 5, verses 1 and 2. 
Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Love is very, very important, daddies. It's a father needs to truly, first of all, they need to truly love their children. And secondly, now, and really important, a father needs to show his love. It is such a problem today when some guys are too manly to, to hug their kid or, or to pray with them or, or just say, I love you. You know, dads have got to be able to do that with their children. Never let a child wonder if you love them. You need to show them. So what if you fail in your responsibility as a father? Well, back in our text in First Kings, in verse number 6, But if ye shall at all turn from following me, ye or your children, and will not keep my commandments and my statutes which I have set before you, but go and serve other gods and worship them, then will I cut off Israel out of the land which I have given them, and this house which I have hallowed for my name, and I will cast out of my sight, and Israel shall be a proverb and a byword among all people. There will be consequences if we fail as a father. We must follow God. He requires it. We need to keep God's statutes and laws. We need to be an example before your children. And we do not need to serve any false gods. So, Brother Gary, what's a false god? Well, basically, it's anything that comes between you and serving God. For instance, golf, a sport. I love golf. I did love golf. Don't anymore. Can't raise my shoulders no more. But anyway, when I was able to, I loved to play golf. Not a thing wrong with that sport. But to play on Sunday morning when you should be in church as an example to your kids is wrong. Boats, fancy sports cars, anything that you put before God is a false God. If we fail, all of God's promises are off the table. That's the way God works, folks. We have our promises that we'll get this if we do this. God will bless you as a father if you will keep his statutes, if you will keep his laws, and serve him. In our story today, God would destroy the temple if Israel turned away from God. And Israel would be like a proverb story. They would be nothing more than a memory. They would no longer have a kingdom. Now God will not bless you as a father if you fail in serving God and being a Christian testimony before your children. God expects you to be that testimony. And he will not bless you if you are slothful in your duties as a father that we talked about today. Indeed, it is an awesome responsibility to be a father. This is the day that we set aside to honor fathers across America. Many, truthfully, do not deserve this honor. My prayer is that our fathers in this church will work diligently to be the father they should be in the eyes of their children and their wife and, of course, God.
That is our prayer today. While Brother Terry and Roxanne come, we're going to have an invitation time. It's not really for any purpose other than maybe you just want to talk to the Lord. Come up and visit with Him and, and share. And, and one more thing, if you still have your daddy present and living, you need to be sure you take this day and you tell him that you love him. Okay. Identity Father, thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for us. We thank you for our people of Happy Valley Baptist Church. I'm preaching to a people that that love you, Father. And that's the reason why we didn't preach about bad days, because we don't have that group in this church. But Lord, we want you to to help our fathers be the example and the testimony that they should be before their children. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. To stay up to date on all the happenings at Happy Valley Baptist Church, you can go to facebook.com slash hvbcnm. That is facebook.com slash hvbcnm, as in Happy Valley Baptist Church, New Mexico. If you would like to receive text alerts to your phone with announcements and prayer requests, you can send a text to 81010 with at... HVBCNM in the body of the text. If you have any trouble with getting signed up, please ask for help from Christina or Dan. To find additional podcast sermons, you can go to podcast.hvbcnm.org. We would also like to invite you to come worship with us if you are in the Carlsbad, New Mexico area. We are at 4103 West Texas Street in Carlsbad. Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m., and Sunday morning services start at 10.45 a.m. We now offer the option to listen to the sermon during Sunday morning services over your car's FM radio. Thank you, and God bless.